0: Instead!
1: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Denim Radio. This is episode 022. How are you doing, Ty? Yeah. Todd? Hey,
2: I'm <laughs> doing good. How are you today, Josh?
1: I'm not too bad, man. Not too bad. Just kind of in the dog days of of my Christmas holidays here. I got a few more days off till the new year and then uh, I guess it's back to back to the grindstone, but you No, know, it's been a great a great uh, holiday for sure for family and friends and got one more uh trash ambulance show to for the the uh old 2023 expires, which I believe I gotta count them all up. That should be 30 shows on the year for us. so that was a pretty good year for us as an old dad band hobby band. <laughs> <Is> These are <laughs> good busy. numbers. Kept busy, yeah, considering uh 30 shows is pretty good considering what there's how many weekends. Fifty-two weekends in a in a year.
2: Something like that,
1: yeah. That's pretty good for, for a dad band.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Aside from fucking Reiki. He's the, he's a dad to a bunch of Pokemon cards, I guess. And whatever he plays. <laughs> Magic the Gathering. The Which
2: Pokemon is... cards never sass back though.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's probably a much better uh ROI as well. But you know what? It's, it's about the moments. My kid was stoked on Christmas this year, so that was cool. She got some, she, she got some good gifts. I got a, a Nintendo Switch myself, so in case oh, I get nice. any any long flights coming up, I'll be uh, perfectly entertained the entire way through. So, hell yeah! <laughs>
2: What'd you get for a starter game on that one?
1: So it's all weird now. Like it doesn't didn't come with anything yet, but I signed up for like a what was it called? Some sort of subscription package. And it gave me, I think like 20 games from, I didn't count them, but something like that for the, for like original Nintendo, original Game Boy and, and uh, super Nintendo. Nice. And then there's an expansion pack you can get that has like Game Boy Advance and then 64 as well. But I didn't, I didn't upgrade to that yet. I'll have to look into it and see if it's looks like it's worth it. Yeah. So I was playing all like these old Game Boy games that I haven't played since I was, fucking 10 years old so that was pretty cool
2: nostalgia that's awesome
1: yeah they didn't have uh, the original pokemon on there yet but my dorky friend who's all on top of that shit says he's he had a good feeling it'll be available when it's like some sort of anniversary in in the spring so i'll keep my ears to the ground Such <laughs> so you know give me a big old heaping bowl of nostalgia that's so what it's all about.
2: <laughs> what do you do? What do you go for a starter? Starter Pokemon. This is what the people really want to know.
1: Um, So I have a, I uh, had Pokemon Blue, so I went full on Squirtle, which is topical because the big meme on Instagram right now is <laughs> Squirtle playing the fucking saxophone. So, beep. Beep, 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 beep. so yeah. Good to know.
2: That's good to know.
1: So yeah, he stood the test of time, that Squirtle. <laughs>
2: My Venusaur guy, Venusaur.
1: Yeah, you're a plant-based boy.
2: You better look out if I meet you in the Poké Dome.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can say it was a pretty good Christmas, man. Fucking belly's still jiggling from all the sweets. Like I said, I got a few more days to go, so I'm not uh, not back to full capacity, Josh, at this point. But you know what? We still managed to sneak an interview in, didn't we?
0: Yes,
2: we did. I managed to wake up between turkey naps to roll over and conduct an interview with you.
1: <laughs> and then uh, a couple of false starts on doing this this intro and our outro, but we got it done. We got it done. So hopefully you guys are listening to this episode in a timely fashion for when we finish doing this. But who, who did we talk to? That's what the people want to know.
2: We talked to Mike Voodoo, Mikey Voodoo.
1: Mikey Voodoo also known as Mike Batani from the band's GOAT, which is an acronym. Is that the word acronym for uh, getting old and tired, which we can all relate to. And then I don't know how he talks about it in the interview, I believe, but uh, like, let's just say for the sake of throwing a number out there, six or so years ago, he joined um, the band, the Riptides out of Ottawa, where he lives. And yeah, if you're a fan of kind of Ramon's Core pop-punk stuff, perhaps you know that band, because they've been around since the late 90s, so. I think they're yeah, their last album was called Canadian Graffiti, which was a pretty damn good record. And yeah, they're back at it. But uh, he's going to touch on that. He said he didn't want to dive too deep, because he's just a, he's a hired hand in that band. He just plays guitar. There's the the two brothers, I believe, he said. That are kind Thanks. of the kind of the the brains of the operation. So he didn't want to speak too out of turn because it's it's not his baby. But uh we definitely touched a bit on it in his experiences being in that band. And then when he's not rocking and rolling, he's uh hosting a podcast called Ego and Vice, where he uh normally chats with uh local Ottawa musicians and People in some kind of creative, you know, artistic scene, but somehow I've uh, <laughs> I've penetrated the show twice. So we'll see. It sounds like uh, Ty's trying to weasel his way in there with "Let's Go." So <laughs> if he if he appears on the show in the new year, I'm I'm saying that now that he's got his foot in the door, he's gonna freaking barge in there and be like, "Let me in, Look, let me in."
2: Okay, if if you own a microphone, I'm looking to talk into it. It doesn't matter. It could be it could be a toy one, It could be a podcast, a potted cast. Uh, I just potted need plant. to be I need to be speaking into a microphone at nearly all times, or else I'm just going to expire. So,
1: well, I hope it works out for you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> and hopefully, you get on uh, get on all three gigs. There, so you guys were chatting about that too. So, there's a couple. See, all this selfless uh, promotion you're doing for other people is uh, coming back to you up your Band as well. Perfect. That's what it's all about. So yeah, this is kind of a bit of a retrospective on uh, 2023. I mean, I, you remember when you actually hopped on, kind of in the fall or whatever, is when yeah you, you came back and or the show came back and you're like, yeah, you know, like you, just, <laughs> you mistakenly agreed to be the co the co-host, but it's been it's been good so far. So. I'd yeah. like to say we got lots of shit planned, but we really don't <laughs> so far in 2024. But well, We're ready got- for it. Yeah. That's, that's not true. We got one fucking banger episode. It's all locked yeah. and loaded for the end of January. But other than that, yeah, we're looking to talk to people. And sure we will. It's just kind of. Uh, I know for me, I'm not the most diligent at answering emails this time of year. Kind of. I didn't even crack my computer open for a week straight, so. Kind of just been, you know, get the notification on your phone, take a look. Oh, yeah, deal with that. And when the Santa Claus goes back to the moon, wherever he's from. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a good year. We're going to keep doing it as long as my computer hangs on. I've was acting a little bit of a fool tonight, but.
2: Yeah, just to peel back, peel back the layers of the onion a bit. I know you hear our podcast, it sounds very professional, but the funny thing is, Josh and I both have complete lemon shitbox computers so often a part of the ritual of starting this podcast is setting up our computers and seeing which one of our computers will decide to restart for no apparent reason while we're trying to initiate the zoom call we'll go back and forth like that for half hour 45 until the computers are happy (laughs) and they're warmed up and they're ready to do what they were made to do 20 years ago
1: (laughs) cast and pod (laughs) yeah it's uh it's been good. Knock on wood. Hopefully, it's got a few more episodes left in the old girl. I definitely uh, have to do some mixing for. I've <laughs> been hired to to mix some tunes for a, for a buddy, and only got about half of them done. So I got to keep this thing alive till that's done. But
2: export those mixes to an external hard drive, buddy. <laughs> You're living <laughs> on rented time.
1: Oh no, no, I got I got a plan B if if shit goes to shit. But I think it will be all right. But it's definitely, when you're, when you're rocking a 2008 Mac Pro, definitely playing with fire. But you know what? Who the hell can afford anything these days? Not me. I'd rather be drinking beer and playing in a punk band. <laughs> None of those things have proven to be too uh, lucrative to my bank account. I guess I do sell beer, so that's not true. That is how I pay my bills. <laughs> nice. Punk rock definitely is not how I pay the bills. By the way, we're also looking for sponsors for denim radio. So hit us up, denim podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's roll into this interview. Um play a couple tunes. Um I'll let you go first. Who do you want to hear?
2: Uh I would like to hear Crew You by FOD.
1: Crew You, Crew You. I know that song. It comes up on my Spotify all the time um yeah that's cool um so yeah i've recently started to like do reviews and shit for on oh, tunes not reviews but like well i guess kind of reviews people wanting feedback on their tunes and these dudes sent me uh sent me a song they're they are called glad we met out of germany founded in 2020 the song's called give me a lie And according to these dudes, our aim is to write perfect, catchy punk rock hits with thoughtful lyrics. Gimme a Lies about overcoming personal life challenges. The track is featured on our self-titled debut album, released December 1st, 2023. Everything we do is 100% DIY. We are all four experienced musicians that played in other punk rock bands before. So yeah. When I heard this song, I thought it was just like the like Hellcat or uh, Pirates Press style, you know, just like hey, sing along, three chord punk. So I say, yeah, I'll play it on the podcast because that's what I have to offer. <laughs> so, yeah, we want to spin these couple songs and uh, hear from old Mikey boy, Mikey Voodoo. Let's get into it. All right, here we go. We got some FOD and some glad we met.
3: the one. Punk Rocket you're listening to Denim Radio
4: This is Taylor and this is Bryce from Lost Planet Airmen and you're listening to Denim Radio.
1: Hey, what's going on Denim Radio? Welcome back to another beautiful, beautiful interview. We are pleased to welcome, hailing all the way from Ottawa, Canada, Ontario, we got Mr. Mike Batani. You may recognize him from uh, such bands as Riptides, Goat. And also, if you're into podcasts like this, maybe you've listened to a show. It's called Ego and Vice, available on all streaming platforms, I believe. And uh, let's let him tell us a little bit more about it. So welcome to the show, Mr. Mike.
4: Hey, hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, Denim Radio, uh, super cool. I listen to uh, all your episodes. I'm a big fan. Uh, James, I mean, Josh, what's your name? <laughs> no. It's Ty, it's Ty. Oh, Ty, Ty, that's right. Hi, Mike. Uh, hello hello uh no, no seriously though thanks for having me on um josh and i go back i don't know a few years anyway um yeah. just through the punk rock the annals of the punk rockdom i suppose i think the first time we met was in when uh puza fest in montreal no
1: that was the first time we met face to face yeah it was kind of another one of those things i think you had reached out to me uh, you were still you were doing you've been doing ego advice for a long time so you're like hey I'm just looking to do a little cross promotion at the time I was hosting punk normal and you're like hey oh yeah how about we trade I you know I can interview you you can interview me so I'm uh, yes. pretty yes, 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 sure yes, yes, you were on the show <laughs> I try to like I didn't go back and revisit it but yeah I yes, see you are on the show and then I was on yours and then you invited me back again so it was kind of uh, playing a little bit of ping pong it's time yeah, for me yeah. to get you on this show so
4: punk normal that that's that's the that's the ticket i remember that back i used to listen to that and i'd be like how does he get like i was having like um local joe schmo on which is fine nothing wrong with local joe schmo but you were having like um like these big names and i'm like i gotta talk to this guy <laughs> how do you get these and then you were just like yeah i was calm calm and ask him i'm like well, "Really?" anyway
1: that show we had a uh, had cynthia from thousand islands and and uh punk normal of course and she was the quote-unquote talent booker mm-hmm. so she was she ended up getting in with all these like pretty big pr people and yeah because we got a we got some big names on there but you know what fuck that we're talking to fucking mike matani from Whoa. goat fucking riptides fucking ego and vice what Looking more do you nice. need
4: that's it that's all you need and if you're talking about big shots i was on punk normal you were on my podcast <laughs> twice now yeah like you said you're on the one time like years ago i think you were like on i'm in season seven now of my podcast
1: and you did if anybody hasn't seen it maybe i'll include it in the little bumper for this he made the most hilarious promotional graphic i've ever seen of me on like a tiger beat cover like <laughs> put oh, yeah. me on fucking devin sawas body or one of those like teen heartthrobs from the 90s and it got, it got yeah. a lot of laughs. That might that might be the most likes I've ever gotten on a <laughs> on a Facebook post when
4: I shared that one. <laughs> do you know whose uh, do you know whose body your face was on in that cover?
1: I guess Devin Salah. I don't know, Brad Pitt. Who, no, it was
4: have... the, I I believe it was the Biebs. Oh, so it was new Tiger
1: Beat. I was thinking yeah. like way back in the day. Oh no. no. It was a
4: okay, uh, you, yeah, you, yeah. it was the it was, it was, it was next general he, gen, o- uh, he
1: does okay with the ladies too, I guess. That um, makes it I'll so much you. hotter. <laughs> Chinese it's amazing. Surprised yeah, you're not knew, googling it right now.
4: <laughs> who knew your uh your body uh and fa- or your head and your face would match up to Beaver's body so so seamlessly? Like it, it was magic. Real, <laughs> really, it was like meant to be. You knew it was. Mm-hmm.
1: You chose that image with purpose.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yes, that's
4: anybody
1: sure. that's listening, if you're listening in a car, pull over and just type in <laughs> Josh Ego and Vice <laughs> and look <laughs> at that picture because it's fucking funny. <laughs>
4: I yeah. use an app. I use an app. It's called Pronto. It's like a mini um, uh, Photoshop. Like it's just, it's free and I just make pictures. It's super funny. I do in my, in my spare time. It's fun. So yeah, that was a good one. It was a fun one. And I'm glad you liked it.
1: I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't re-listen to the episode because I don't like listening to my own voice, but everybody yeah. told me it was a nice interview. So
4: <laughs> do you, um? do you edit? Like, do you do you extensively edit your podcasts, or do you just let them kind of run and then you post them? Um, I was just talking to Ty
1: about this. Yeah, so actually, since I've made the switch, I know it's it's funny because I have an old computer, and you're telling me you should be using this program to do your podcast. Sorry, folks at home, if you don't care about podcast editing, but we'll we'll make this quick. But uh, since I recently switched to Zoom, now that it auto auto uh, separates all your files, like so, you will get one, and it'll be Ty. Mike, Josh. Mm-hmm. It's really like cut my editing down to like almost half. So now I just get rid of the uh like the long pauses. Yeah. You know, sometimes I just don't say anything because I don't want to interrupt people and it's easier to edit because then it's oh, I just get rid of that. And then it's instead of just us all talking over each other, you know. So
4: yeah, yeah, no, I know. I edit like too much. I, I obsess over it. Like I edit out like little breathing, like that kind of shit. Like you look at it and <laughs> it just looks like a fucking I was laughing
1: about. Ty with his creaky old chair in the background, he'll be wriggling around at his shirt. Like, so I don't know if he's no. blowing farts or even an alien autopsy in the background, but sometimes I got to edit out his.
2: Lots of, <laughs> lots of deep, heavy breathing. You
4: know? Yeah. Speaking of that, well, Josh, you're a, you're a pro now. You've been doing, you've been doing this for years, probably at least 15 years, maybe not eight, 10. Um, I was on a local podcast. I'm not going to say the names cause they're really cool dudes. Um. And it was all right, I guess, but um, my girlfriend can't listen to it because they they leaned right into their mics, and all you could hear is breathing. Like when I was speaking, it was like oh,
1: <laughs> over
4: top of everything. She's like, "I listened for like four minutes." And I had Darth fucking throw Vader it, throw fucking
1: interview? What the? Throw it across the room, and I was like, "Oh, dude!" But yeah. you know, yeah, you know what? We're all we're all learning. I'm far from an expert, and even the lot like the old show I used to do, I always always put music in the background just because I thought like the silence in the background. Would, would be distracting but in reality Mm. i think it was worse so i don't do that anymore but used to put like old nintendo songs in the background and that was a complaint i used to get to actually people be like why is (laughs) it tetris music in the background it's fucking driving me nuts
4: i'm like i don't know i thought it'd be just on an endless (laughs) loop or what
1: oh i just switch it up like i go here's a little bit of tetris here's some adventure island here's mario bros 3 world 6 Ah.
4: (laughs) On uh on my on Ego and Vice, um, we have a local uh a DJ. His name's DJ Noah. Shout out to DJ Noah from Live 885 here in Ottawa. And he's a music um savant, like he knows everything about everything about music. So I went to the station, I actually went to the local radio station and I brought all my gear because my podcast is kind of portable. Like I can make it work when it's fucking out in the field. It's a lot of work and I hate doing it, but I did it. And the funny thing is, is I brought it to a fully functioning like million dollar radio station. And I set up all my shit like next to the fucking super expensive stuff. It's really funny. I took a picture of my dinky shit next to his stuff anyway. And I do something called um, 90s Music Trivia with DJ Noah for a podcast and i played music in the background like that da, 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 da. and it was uh I, I don't know i thought it was cool for for like one episode but it, yeah it's it's distracting i don't recommend that.
1: <laughs> well i do because well you'll find out later there's certain parts of our show where i add some dramatic music just because it's it's funny but i think <laughs>
2: we can all agree bed music like 25 percent max right a nice mix a nice mix i don't know
1: very, <laughs> yeah. very, 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 it's a, very it's a low. thing of the past. I don't do it anymore, but, anyways, anyways. So, how, how's the uh podcast been going? I mean, you sh- you've you still been doing it pretty steady, or did you take a break for a while? Or has it just been something you just do sporadically? Like, I notice, like, I see you posting new episodes all the time. I don't know if you actually have a like it's regimented or not, or it's just like, hey, I like, I want to well, tell these people, here's an interview, I'm done, it boom, goes up.
4: My podcast doesn't really follow any strict form formula or format. Uh, I started it just for as like a hobby and it's still a hobby. Like I not I don't make any money off it. I don't have any ads or anything. I don't seek out ads. It's more of just a kind of a platform. I do it mainly for the local music scene. Like I don't have, you know, rain made from our lady P I don't seek him out to be on my podcast. It's more of just like local artists who don't really have a, you know the opportunity to do that kind of stuff and i like that right and i I, like i've always been very kind of entrenched in the ottawa local scene i i've always really really pushed local everything so it kind of made sense when as i got older and i couldn't go to show well i could go to shows i just didn't want to because i didn't want to leave my house don't like the looks (laughs) of those teenagers you know so it was a way to still kind of keep in touch and network with like local bands and see the scene as it kind of grew around me or that I couldn't be there all the time for it. and I would just have them come over and we'd just do an hour conversation and um through the pandemic, I had a co-host like well when I started the podcast I always had guests through the pandemic I had like co a co-host because I didn't want to talk to people during the pandemic because everyone had the same depressing story.
0: Yeah.
4: You know if I was That's doing a scary. podcast a week during the pandemic it'd be like, so how are you doing? And it would be a whole top, a whole conversation about COVID, right? Re- and just, rehashing
2: the COVID thing every single time. I remember when that's what life was. That was not, not fun.
4: It was, it was, it, it was the, the dominating small talk topic, right? Like everyone just talked about COVID. And so my podcast would always, Ego and Vice always wanted to be like a local podcast talking about local music. It became one of those kind of like topical pop culture things. I had a, a co-host named Steph. And we would be like, okay, uh, we saw the new Star Wars last night and we would talk about it and we'd give the movie reviews and the record reviews and shit. And I, I don't know, it's just, it, it became like every other thing and I hated it. But then the pandemic ended and I slowly started having guests back in, mainly just uh, um, online, just like on Zoom. And uh, then I eventually started having people back in, in the, uh, in my house. I call it South Hood Studio. It's essentially my my living room, but people's studios are their living rooms these days, so I don't feel so silly about it, you know? <laughs> and um, the beauty of Ottawa right now is that there's such a super, super strong local scene right now. Like, out of the pandemic, the city just exploded. We lost lots of bands that's, that were together before the pandemic, during the pandemic, but so many new bands and such a... Um, revitalized, energetic scene kind of grew from the pandemic. And right now there's got to be, I'd say probably about 30 active bands in Ottawa that are all fucking good. And they're all playing fairly regularly, whether it be in Ottawa or surrounding areas. Beauty about, beauty thing about Ottawa, it's close to like Montreal, Toronto, Kingston, Peterborough, like all these little hubs where you can get shows, right. Uh, Especially through Quebec as well and they're just uh they all know each other so they all support each other and it's the craziest thing is that uh, my saying always was you can't exhaust your draw in your own town like if you play you play maybe like what once every couple of months in your hometown because if you play like fucking every month the shows are going to get thinner and thinner and thinner until be like why am i gonna go see these guys they're playing next week type of shit yeah these young bands they're playing like two gigs a month and they're selling them out every time it's- Absolutely baffling to me the way I like my idea of how that all works. So that's who I've been having on the podcast. And I've said this before, it's just they're making it really easy on me because every time they come in, we have a conversation. They're all young, they're all like early 20s and stuff, college kids. But they're super for the amount of local success they're having. They're really humble and they're really nice and they're all super helpful. And every time they come in, they list off a Shit, little bands try this band this band this band this band so if you look back in ego and vice over the last maybe six months you'll see i have an episode like every single week and it's all those local bands so it's it hasn't it hasn't been re- real real hard huh, lately lately
2: nice um what what kind of bands would you say when you talk about the bands that are playing two shows a month and everybody's having a great time
4: what kind of like with the style
2: yeah what style of 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 punk i guess i i imagine
4: well it's not even it's not even so much punk it's more um it's it's kind of an eclectic kind of style like some of them are just some of them are like rock bands like alternative rock bands some of them are kind of quirky they're like um like weezer kind of sounding stuff Uh, there's this band stobie in town which i'm a super super big fan of and if anyone i know Everyone has the internet so you can still look up these bands even though we don't live in the same city look up bands like stoby uh the new hires uh neon ghost house class of ninety one is a really big band in ottawa right now and um class ninety one is very they're 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 an older older guys they had played years ago and then they quit for like 20 years had kids had families and then when they got past that stage they're like why don't we pick up our guitars and start playing they put a band together and that's the beauty of the uh, of the uh, the, that is a good example of the ottawa local scene where it's like you have these 20 year old college kids but they've class of 91 is a band in probably their late 40s early 50s and they're right in that culture like they've embraced it like they're all part of the same scene so it'd be like a a college band playing class 91 and it's just it's crazy class 91 is a very um alt rock band. They're they're just self described obviously as nineties kids. Um very influenced by like Bob Mold, Hooster Doo, that type of stuff. Okay. um hmm. Um yeah, I awesome. don't know. Yeah, just singer-songwriter stuff. You know, it's not all punk. Actually, I haven't really come across a ton, a ton of punk bands lately. You okay, got
1: Kai excited. He's like, I could, I could sell out Ottawa with my punk band. Nobody,
2: <laughs> no. We just, play, uh, we play more both like kinds Custer, of music don't. here: punk rock and punk rock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just kidding. No, it's great to hear that there's a diverse scene and different elements within the same scene. That's really good to hear.
4: Yeah, um yeah, it's very cool. Uh, from my scene like i'm like the band goat that i'm in has has always been kind of cornered and we we would always get i don't think ottawa has always been the punkiest of cities like of course we have like punk bands and stuff but i remember even when uh before the pandemic when i was actually still playing pretty regular shows we were doing more of um we were getting booked with like metal bands and stuff or if something like a 10 foot pole or um Guttermouth or something like that. We played with like C.J. Ramon. He came through, and that's where the punk bands would, you know, we'd uh, get booked through a a, um, a local uh, company. They're called Spectrasonic or chord Productions, are a couple of the big bookers here, and they'd put together punk shows that way.
1: I just I just saw the poster. It says your band name on it, and I was trying to see outside your head who you played with that you would oh. framed. Was that C.J.? Yeah, that that's C.J. CJ
4: Ramon show. Yeah, that was a that was a cool show. Um that was a Sonic show. Spectrosonic is like the big booker in Ottawa. And uh CJ Ramon came through and we got the call. Do you want to open for him? And I was like, uh, yeah, that's probably a good show to play.
1: <laughs> no, he's we in sold. like he's in like fucking me first in the gimmick or something now. CJ. Is that
4: what he's doing now? I think so. Hasn't everyone taken a like a, a run through that band?
1: They've uh Yeah, the original guys don't seem to aside from the singer don't seem to tour we were, we were talking about this on a on the show not pretty recently because right. it, it used to be the leg wagon and the leg wagon singer and drummer yeah and, and they Joey were Cape. yeah they were touring canada and i saw me first was playing down in like vegas i'm like how is this happening and i was like oh yeah they're kind of doing their own thing now <laughs> but yeah, yeah guys saw- did it now
4: well, that's cool. I, I've I've seen so many different things. Like I know, um, like Jay Bentley from Bad Religion was playing there, and uh, Shiflet from Face to Face was playing drums or uh, playing bass Thanks. for a while. Um,
1: no, he was playing guitar because oh he's yeah, in right, for his he's... brother. His brother's like the studio guy. Well, he used to be. I don't right. know what they're doing with the band now. But
4: what's the Foo Fighters guy? What's his name again?
1: Scott Chris It's
4: Chris Shiflet, because he was from Noise um, no for Name.
1: Yeah, he played on two of their albums, and then they're like, uh, this. is this little band wants me to join. I think I'm going to go that route. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, that's right. Might have been a good call. Because <laughs> he was with, yeah, he was with No Use for a Name. And I think the last, was it More Betterness? I can't remember. But then he joined the Foo Fighters, but he was still playing guitar for Me First. Me First in the Gimme Gimme's. That's right. And his brother, yep. his brother's Scott Shiflet.
1: Yeah, from Face to Face. From Face to
4: Face, right. Okay. And then, yeah, you're right. He was playing guitar. And Stacy D from like Bad Cop, Bad Cop was in the band for a little while.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool.
4: Yeah, yeah. I saw some. I, I saw some stuff on uh, probably the internet. I I can't imagine where <laughs> else I did. I I,
2: I kind of like the idea that there's just this this band where if your band isn't on the road right now, you could just seemingly shift into it, rotate well, into it.
1: That's like the band from your neck of the woods, uh, the Isotopes, right? It's pretty much Evan, and then he has his. And it's funny because they're a baseball theme band. He just pretty much goes through the order, right? He called yeah, he has to stop order. at the order, he calls. Oh, you're not available? Okay. Next man. Hey, you want to come on tour? And then they all hop in a van. And I think there's quite a few of them. Plus, they have a hype guy that goes with them that's just like runs around and hits a cowbell. And
2: you don't lose your spot, you just lose your turn. It's nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like the plug
2: and play.
4: Maybe that's a good idea to um to try and do. Um, build a punk band that just always stays together, regardless if you're missing someone, someone can just fill in.
1: I mean, I guess the real Mackenzie's is like that. He's had a million different guys in that band, and as long as mm-hmm. he has you got the singer, I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> all that
2: we need is like 10 hit songs. Let's go, yeah. guys. We can do I just got to write
1: songs people like, and then I can make build <laughs> a band around that
4: mm-hmm. till
1: that day. <laughs> awesome. Um,
4: As far as just to finish off ego and vice though, um, I'm taking like January and February off this year when this is going back to the main question of like how I'm, how I run it. Um, I have no schedule. Uh, I'm because I've had so many people in, I'm super burnt now though. Like Mm. I'm, I'm struggling just to talk to you. No, I'm just, well, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I actually did a podcast. I actually did a podcast like two hours ago oh shit um yeah <laughs> I I, I,
1: I, you could have said no man
4: <laughs> no 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 it's fine it's all good i figured i'd be all ready to go anyway um i had a I had a band that was supposed to be in on monday but they canceled and uh i was gonna let this week go and just be like ah fuck it but i figure i'm taking january february off i'll just finish the year because next 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 week i'm just doing like a season finale by myself like a little send-off it's gonna be 15 minutes it's gonna be glorious but i do i do something i do something um every like six months i do something called a mixtape where every band that's on um i'll put them like on a, a playlist basically the whole podcast is just 15 songs of every band from every band that's been on in the last like as amount of time so that's next week's episode so i wanted to that's get this cool. one down so i had one uh one more guest and then uh yeah then that, that's it that's it but i um yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna take january and february off i'm gonna go snowboarding and kind of recharge the batteries and see how i feel uh whatever but the funny thing is i'm already booking guests for the new year so fuck, <laughs> never ends. Man. you're so full of shit yeah, and I'll miss it, right? Because I fucking, I yap. All I do is talk. Fuck. <laughs> if I'm not doing the podcast, I already, I already fucking text you about nine, 19 times a day, every fucking day. <laughs> that's it's going to okay, be worse. Man. I don't
1: mind hearing from you, but let's, oh, uh, nice. I am going to cut you off just because it's time to pick a song because these, these episodes can get out of hand if I don't, if I don't police them a little cool. bit. So what do you want to hear? Buddy?
4: I would love to hear, uh, a song called the eyes of death from a uh chicago band once a minute what used to be a Minneapolis band now they're a chicago band they are fronted by a guy named ryan young um they're called off with their heads Ooh. and uh anxious and angry is ryan young's podcast and he was actually my um inspiration for ego and vice my podcast so that's probably fitting for right now Eyes of death off with their heads here we go
0: You are never the same Taste what was once good and turn to the pain All you got left is a turn to the ones around you And without you We're
1: Awesome. Yeah. Off at their heads. It's a fucking classic band. I mean, definitely if you're, if you're a person who's, you know, had some mental health issues, you know, depression or anything like those mm. songs, those songs can either be triggering or they can be like therapeutic. I find I've, I've felt both things while I've listened to them. Um, some really, really good songs that like really hit hard. And then some of them, like, like I did a cover once of uh, what's that one song where he, in the video he's like in a pie smashing his face, but it's like really wanted to tell you, wanted to oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah
4: that's, that's, the, of that's the hit that's the the show closer Um, I'll choke
1: to death if I don't clear the air clear the air,
4: that's clear okay. the air it's clear the air, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah but yeah, it's like, you listen to it it's like fucking super bummer bummer lyrics, but, and there's no like there's no like redeeming point at all in the song, no. <laughs> it's just like I'm fucking worthless <laughs> Fucking <hate> well <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ryan Young he he talks about on his podcast they're like he gets all these letters in saying oh i totally related to your music and his his main concern with that is like he's like if you do relate to my music go and get some help because you're not supposed to like find like a comfort in it you're supposed to it's supposed to be like a warning like oh shit
0: yeah. i relate
4: to off with their head's music i better talk to somebody right so i like that about it but yeah it's no punches pulled on that shit though man he's just i'm a piece of shit i want to die it's never going to get better and i have i play three three really catchy chords while i do it it's amazing yeah,
1: and, it, and the other song that was i say would, would be a well he's got lots of good songs but the one that's a hit was that one the nightlife or whatever and the mm-hmm. same thing it's like never felt worse than my old <laughs>
4: yeah and it is it's completely relatable but it, you just don't get lost in it use it as a uh kind of a a guide right like i shouldn't probably shouldn't feel like this but it feels good that someone else feels like this right
1: and someone who's so. i mean it's it's both endearing and alarming that it's somebody like who in my opinion has some fame and some success right like yeah. and everybody that plays the the type of like pop punk stuff that i like like would know off of their heads like i sure. think he can, he can fill a pub or fill a bar anywhere he goes like if he, called, he said he wanted to come to Calgary, he'd fill up a bar pretty, pretty quick, you know? Like.
4: Yeah. He's a super, super nice guy. Um, he, he's a self-proclaimed piece of shit. Like he thinks he's a real jerk, but he's, I've met him a few times. He's always been super good. If anybody has problems, like as far as anxiety and depression and stuff, and you're looking for an outlet as far as a podcast or something, you can just look on your own time, look up the podcast, anxious and angry. His name is Ryan Young. He is the lead singer of Off at Their Heads. If you like the music, you'll love the podcast. The newer episodes are him and his drummer, Kyle, just shooting the shit. But if you go back through the years, you can still send him letters and he'll read them like emails and he'll give you advice, like from his not doctor advice, but from his own mind of like how he deals with his own mental health issues. Super fucking helpful. Super down to earth. Super relatable. I, I recommend that to anybody. Anxious and Angry podcast. Look, look for it if you're looking for something like that.
1: Yeah. There you go, Ryan. Def- definitely uh heard of the podcast. I'm pretty sure he has some like he uses that name for something else. I don't know if it was if maybe it was just I thought he had a label or something too. Or he,
4: well, he it's, it's his yeah, it's his kind of his brand. His brand. Like yeah. he has like a I guess it's like a record label, but it's like a he has a store and he has a um he has third um, I think it's third press printing. I think so. In, uh, in Chicago, like he, he creates like merch and stuff like that, but he also he has an online store where he sells like vinyl and yeah, everything's anxious. Everything's under the umbrella of anxious and angry. The podcast, the, the label, everything, the store, the, yeah, I can't, the business. So.
1: I can't remember now, but there was, there's some band that kind of like, you know, rose to prominence in the punk scene and they, it was because Ryan Young like took them under the wing. Like, Hey, you guys rule, come play with us. And then He's, you know, was their cheerleader, and then they took off. Now, I I can't remember. And there's probably a bunch of bands like that, but there was one, like, from somewhere in the east side of America that kind of, like, launched their careers because
0: Mm. that's all it
1: takes. So one fucking dude with a little bit of pull likes your band. Fucking hey, Everybody check these guys out.
4: Yeah, and for sure, for sure. If you want to kind of get networking in a a circle, in a cycle or uh, an area of, like, if you really – uh, I don't know how to describe that, but I know his his it's that Midwest kind of scene is like off at their heads and Dillinger Four and uh, Iron Sheik.
1: shout out Tightwire
4: yeah the friend zing- of the show yeah <laughs> Menzingers uh,
1: Menzingers against- really took off really took
4: yeah off. yeah bands like Against Me like those that 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 kind of stuff um not Nothington um anyway really
0: Korea.
4: really good yeah really really good music I love that that uh nothington song um in the end you ever heard that song yeah in the
1: end i guess we never had a chance
4: anyway you didn't hear it didn't come here to hear me sing in
1: the six degrees six degrees of uh kevin bacon um nothington came actually we just it will be out by the time this episode comes out but we just interviewed dominic davi from tsunami Uh, bomb when he uh left tsunami bomb this dude uh jay nothington or whatever he calls him he was actually in tsunami bomb after he left and then he made nothington. So it's like, it's funny how like all these different people that you get to talk to and they're all like, whether it's good, good or bad. I don't know if he has anything against them, but, but yeah, but Nothington. I don't think I want to say one of them is maybe, maybe I'm out to lunch. I thought what, maybe one of them went to uh, the last gang, but I might be like misremembering something from back in my old days of interviewing all these bands, but I think I might be out to
4: lunch on that one but uh, i don't know i don't know i think i think it comes it goes it goes i guess depending how far and wide it reaches but i think that's in any kind of scene where you just there's always like rotating people everybody knows a little bit of something but like you used to play bass in something's band yeah now i play drums in this band yeah just so like okay yeah, you know.
1: Not me man nobody asked me to play in a band with them <laughs>
4: shout no, out to no reiki <laughs> maybe you're just the maybe you're just the the alpha you have to ask people they don't ask you
2: yeah. he's he is a, he is unapproachable you know just all that masculine energy coming oh, off yeah. of him he might have to kind of lay down and
1: only thing but, masculine about me is my beer belly buddy yeah, this <laughs> is right. intimidating and, and intimidating. my five o'clock shadow i'll give myself that much credit
4: no, i like the beard man it looks good i don't know maybe it's maybe it's my grainy phone picture but i don't know, it looks good
1: i think it looks good oh thank you sir yeah, sorry, no sorry folks at home you don't get to see all of our Holiday beards we got going on, except Ty. He's, Plum got his, beards. he's got his baby's ass face, just smooth and wonderful. He's some <laughs> Paddington on there. <laughs> so, so Ty, uh, Ty's a big fan of of handles, aren't you? Like punk handles.
2: For the sake of this conversation on the show right now, yeah, I, lo- I love punk handles. Beautiful segue. So yeah, you had a question for Mikey? Yeah, punk Mikey. Ha- handles. Yes, so, Mikey. Word is. I've heard that uh, some people call you Mikey Voodoo, and uh, I just thought it was cool kind of band name. So uh, is there is there a scoop we can get on that on like the origins or anything?
4: Yeah. Okay. so. Mikey Voodoo is a persona that I morph into once in a while. Um, (laughs) I'm in a band uh, called the Riptides here in Ottawa. Uh, the Riptides are a institution of Canadian Ottawa punk. Well, I don't know. They've just been around for a really long time. <laughs> we're all a bunch of we're all a bunch of old dudes now. But uh, I haven't been in the band as long as it's been around. Uh, Bob Mills and Andrew no. Mills,
1: Bob Goblin,
4: <laughs> Bob Goblin and Andy Vandal are the Riptides. And through the core, oh, I got a I got a I got a big shout out to um, Doug Verman he was the original guitar player he was with the band for 20 years what the, he the hell is...
1: boltits then
4: <laughs> Bolt is Bolt Hits is a guy named jeff zuba he's the drum oh
1: okay boltit he, okay
4: not Bolt Hits. <laughs> you know who you know do you know who you know the band the queer's yes i do okay jeff zuba boltet used to um tour with the queers he used to be uh i think he was just like he would do the, like the merch and stuff or i i can't uh... remember the, the whole thing but he that wouldn't that wasn't like his full-time job he was always a musician he was in a band called like the pg-13s a couple others but he just he used to go on tour with the, the queers and joe can joe queer i was gonna call him joe king joe queer said to him one time he's like come on jeff come on you're useless as tits on a bull and <laughs> it just stuck so he became bull-tit. so that's that's. anyway so the riptides have been around bob goblin andy vandal doug verman they started the band in 1997 um over the course of 20 years they have really really fought hard to um i don't know how how do you how do you talk about a band after 25 years i don't know they've just they've accomplished so much in canadian punk you know what i mean they've just endless touring um six records uh tons of networking um just grinding it out um and you know doing the best they can i i joined the band in 2017 i guess um goat was playing a a, a show and or goat was active in ottawa and they asked us to um riptides asked us to open for them for a christmas show And the funny thing is, is I knew Bob and Andy from like 20 years ago. It was one of the first shows I saw when I moved to Ottawa and they had this really weird shtick where it's like when they were playing on stage, they would get the crowd to spit on them. Like it was like a gob fest. It was fucking disgusting. And I was standing, I was standing (laughs) way back at the way back at the back of the uh, back of the, uh, the venue. And I met them a couple other times over the course of 20 years. But then when I saw them in that Christmas show, I, I was like, hey, do you guys remember that show when everyone was like fucking spitting on you? He's like, dude, we did that for years. And we just struck up a conversation. And after that show was done, they called me up and they're like, Hey, uh, we're just lost our guitar player. Would you have any interest in coming and just you know, jamming? I'm like, Fuck yeah, that'd be great. And I guess I just never left. And
1: I, correct me if I'm wrong, you told me this story. They said try to learn like three songs or something, and you, you showed up knowing like twenty-five or something. nuts, like
4: Yeah, well I was Yeah. (laughs) They 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 sent me the set list that they were doing. And because they're they're punk their punk band, I guess the songs aren't super long. They're like two minutes long, two two and a half minutes long. So when you play a set like a 40-minute set, you probably play fucking 18 songs, right? So I think it was like three weeks or two weeks or whatever, and they said here, you know, here's the set list, pick some songs, learn the song. So I learned the fucking thing cover to cover. And when I went into jam with them, I think it was like, "What do you, what do you want to do?" And I said, "Well, just play the set." And I just fucking played the whole set with them. And they said, "Okay, I guess you're in the band." I'm like, "Sweet, nice." So since then, yeah, it's been it's been a kind of a whirlwind. We do um, we've toured and played lots of shows. Obviously, the pandemic has kind of slowed us down quite a bit. But right before the pandemic, we went on tour with the Queers and the Ataris. Uh, went through texas went from jacksonville alabama through new orleans through florida through texas to nashville uh to all memphis
1: funk
4: <laughs> it was fucking good man it was fucking they're they're good crowds and all the times there. have
1: changed that a band called the queers could tour all those states and have Positive experience. <laughs> well,
4: I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess so. If you if you look at it that way, but the Queers have been touring non-stop oh, yeah. for forty now, years. So. Funny. Yeah, Joe is still out there touring. I bet you he's playing a show right now. Wait, right now. I bet you <laughs> he, he, he was in Red North Deer Beach. earlier
1: this year in June. Yeah, I saw that's him all in does. Red Deer, Alberta, with the Teenage Ball yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was yeah. so hungover, his... but I'm like, I'm not missing the Queers in Red Deer. Fuck that. Yeah, so that's
4: his job. That was probably the same tour where they came through <laughs> Ottawa. Um They played at a really weird venue. They played at like a brew pub, um uh Beyond the Pale brew pub thing. It was weird. It was a weird venue. Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yeah, and the queers.
1: Yeah. Same tour, then for sure.
4: Yeah. So anyway, um through the pandemic, um, Bob started writing. Bob is Bob and Andy are more or less the primary songwriters of the band. Bob more so than than anything he he sits at home and he has like logic at home and he'll flesh out like full full demos and um he he, i i'm not gonna say i co-wrote the record but i'm gonna say that i'd like to say that i was a bit of a uh sort of kind of a, a sounding board for songs like he would write something and he would send it to me And I would say, ah, this is good, this is good, this is good. And whether he changed it or not, it didn't matter. If he's like, I like it the way it is, it's like, fine. But I really appreciated the fact that I was kind of in on that. Or I would add, you know, just just my little two cents worth here and there. Um, I wrote like all the leads for, not all the leads, like leads for certain songs. There's actually two songs on the new record that are my songs. Well, they were goat songs, but they've been riptided let's say that and um yeah man i don't know it it, it was cool it was a long fucking hiatus from the last show we played we did our christmas show in 2019 december 2019 and that summer or spring summer of 2020 we had festival gigs we had a an east coast tour we were going to go through like new york new york state and to the bigger cities in america like uh, new York, Philly, Boston, and it all got, oh, we had Puza in the, in the spring too, and it all got fucking shut down, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, we're not going to go through anything other than that. Fast forward like three years after that, we came out of it with a brand new record, um jammed a little bit, and then um, booked the studio. Originally, we were supposed to go up to uh, Oklahoma to record uh, with Mike Kennedy from uh, Screeching Weasel. Mm -hmm. um that was the plan for about a year i think in april we were supposed to go up of 2023 but um there was a he's in that band um
1: the rejects or whatever yeah i'm all
4: american rejects i drew a blank and i guess there's a there's a big resurgence for that style of music right now so his touring dates were just started popping up 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 so our The booking of it kind of got pushed back a little bit until the point where he was just like, well, I can offer you this and it just wasn't enough what we needed to get done. So they switched to uh, Colorado, they went to the blasting room just recently this month, they actually just got back, I couldn't arrange because of the change of the scheduling I, I just couldn't arrange to get up there. And it's unfortunate, but in the end, after as much time has gone by, I was just super happy for Bob and Andy because they put so much time and so much work into the thing that I wasn't going to harumph it and be like, whoa, you know? Well, it's, it's just it's, like, just just go get it fucking done, you know? It's
1: not a secret because it was on Instagram, so you want to say who filled in for you on the record? Because it's kind
4: of cool. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Eh? And and what a, what a great story. It's just like... For, for 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 yeah okay for after all the pr- the pre-production and getting it all done and then they finally go up i think everything kind of just kind of goes down the way it's supposed to go down and the record the players that they got to fill in was um uh cody hamilton and uh darren uh, Chuka from um teenage bottle rocket are playing the drums and the guitars on the record with bob playing temple Hamilton templeman oh jesus christ <laughs> i knew what you meant my head's still in canada what can i say <laughs>
1: hardcore tiger cody cats cody over here. templeton
4: <laughs> yeah so that's pretty cool and i'm super proud of them they just got back and the record is apparently from the first just run of fucking tracking they heard uh it sounds awesome as i suppose it would and I'm just waiting for the call eventually. And it's just like like I've always been in the riptides. I respect my role. I don't uh, push it too hard. If they ask my advice, I give it. Um, But really, it's just tell me where I need to be to fucking plug in. Good to go.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that kind of shows your own, like, humility, too, that you're like, yeah, if you want to get that punk rock icon guy (laughs) to uh, fill in Uh, for me, that's totally fine.
4: (laughs) Well, my whole thing is, is that, the recording the recording would have been fun they were up there for like two weeks that's a lot of work it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. and bob had a bob had a a vision of how he wanted bob and andy had a vision of how they wanted it to sound and my guitar parts would have taken what four days be up there for 2 weeks for 4 days it's just it's a lot right it's a lot to ask of anybody and it's just for vacation time and stuff like at the end of the day i'm like in my 40s i'm going to retire one day i'd like to with a with but i got to keep my job and stuff <laughs> so i got to you have to make things work and you have to make certain sacrifices and i don't feel like i've lost anything because i'm proud of the songs that went up there i'm proud of my friends who finally got the record done and they got it done the way they wanted to they had an awesome time with um, their friends.
1: Who, uh, um, who produced it? Was it Livermore or um, Big Bill? What did you there's say? Some, there's Hang some on. pretty, some some pretty fricking big big names that work out of that studio, like in the punk rock world. I mean, I guess. Berlin. Bill...
4: Oh, okay, I don't know that one. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, I'm sure
1: they're good if they work at the Boston room, right?
4: Well, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was kind of detached from it, so I'm not. I, I should have them on. They, they could probably be a better representation for I'd, for the for would the love to times.
1: anytime. Yeah. Why do you think we're um, talking to you? Because
4: we oh, care. about yeah. eagle next, next best, next best. thing. It's <laughs> true, right? Just kidding. You're you're but, an uh, old friend. Happy to have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. And in the end, uh, like I said, I'm I'm happy for I'm happy it's done. I'm glad they had they went up there and they had a. Uh, Total like good time, pro time. Like everything was super pro and super fun. And in the end, fuck it, I get to play it. So that's the fun part, right?
3: Yes, get to reap the rewards
4: of their hard work. (laughs) Provided I'm still in the band after this podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh, by the way, buddy, Cody's gonna go on this next tour with us. You just yeah, go do your little podcast and your little goat stuff, and we'll well, adults take it from here.
4: (laughs) Hey, man, you know what? Like I said, no, that's cool, man. It's the world. Life, life, life will work out the way it's going to work out, regardless. You can kick, you can go kick, you can go kicking and screaming, or you can just fucking enjoy the ride. That's all I got to say. So come on, man, man. Don't stress about stupid shit.
2: I am a fan of that attitude. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. That's good to hear. Yeah, cool, man.
1: Well, let's uh before you before you go about too much into it, let's let's take a quick uh. Music break and then we can we can wrap it up. Pick one more song.
4: Okay. Well, why don't we do a riptide song? Can we do that?
1: Hell yeah. An unreleased one? Not even mixed or mastered? Mm, No, can't do that (laughs)
4: one.
1: I tried, folks at home. I
4: tried. Um let's do the Riptides uh Eyes Wide Shut.
1: You got a very strong eyes theme with the songs you're choosing so far. Oh, Eyes of Death and Eyes Wide Shut. I, like I got it. my eye on you. <laughs> my eye on you. Alright, let's check it out. Riptides. <laughs> So, yeah, didn't play on that out on that song, but a great song nonetheless. But yeah, before we before we dive into our next uh, segment, you didn't actually answer why they call you Mikey Voodoo, did you?
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, no, actually I didn't. Um, well, I guess with the Riptides, there's always been uh, they've always had like as as uh, as you said handles, where there was Andy Vandal, Bob Goblin, Doug Verman, Bull Tit. There was Pat Bitch, and it it just goes on and on. Everyone had a had a name, and I think we were in, I think we were in New Or New Orleans, New Orleans, and um, we went to the the Voodoo House, like the Voodoo. They have like a Voodoo Museum there, and I think up until that time I was just Mike, and then I was I became Mikey Voodoo one mysterious day in New Orleans. <laughs>
1: nice.
4: Yeah, that's a that's uh, mysterious uh, story. Yeah, I woke up and I had a, like a big top hat on, and there was smoke all around me, and I had, chi- I had chicken bones or ar- I had chicken bones around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Mysteriously, I don't know how they got there. Miss Cl-
1: the Cleo is in your bed talking about the King of Cups. Do and... <laughs>
4: <I laughs> you remember Miss Cleo? With,
1: absolutely. Oh yeah, you gotta <laughs> leave that man. You gotta <laughs> leave
4: him. <laughs> yeah, as far as the riptides go, uh, no, I did not play on that song, and. I've kept my streak alive. Even though there's a new record on, coming out, I'm still O for however many <laughs> songs. I'm O for that. I'm going to fucking keep that alive. I'm the live. I'll play them live. That's good enough. <laughs> anyway, that's enough. That's and, enough. I don't want to.
1: And uh, the folks at home, I was being being a jerk off, but uh, I did see Mikey Voodoo performing with the Riptides at Pooza Fest. Don't remember the number, but I think it was in 2017 or wherever. And yeah, you're uh you command that stage, man. You're freaking bopping around, you're running around, you're freaking bones in the crowd. Like you got a you had a very like good pop punk stage presence. So you, you fit in well with those guys. You did a great job. So good job, man.
4: Oh, thanks, man. Um, I think it's because in any other band, I've always been the front guy. And um in, in the band I'm in now, well goat is my band now, but I don't have a bass player and a, well, I have kind of a part-time drummer, but I don't have a bass player. Kind of lost them in the, in the, in the, the black hole. That was the pandemic. Um, but yeah, I was always the front guy and being a three piece, uh, like a front guy in a three piece uh, band. Oh, you know, you might know a thing or two about this.
1: <laughs> same with, same with Ty. If you haven't checked out his band. Let's go.
4: Oh, let's go. Oh, no, it's super funny. Speaking of the, speaking of the Mills brothers, about three, how long has Let's Go been together? 2018 oh so for quite a while oh we would have totally infringed on your we had a we had an idea this is this is some this is some inside baseball that i don't know if i should talk about but some friends i uh some friends that i had we were going to start a kids band a kids punk band and we wrote a ton of songs and all kinds of shit we had a jingle we had fucking we were going to make videos we were going to send it off to like all these places and the band was called let's go wow like if they were going to be bigger than punk
2: rock factory it was going to be wow so that's a little bit upsetting for me to hear honestly hmm. your idea is great but it's almost
4: like yeah there you go that's what yeah. my name is <laughs> man i don't would, have been a, would have been lawsuits it would have gotten ugly our conversation right now would have been under very different circumstances <laughs> listen to you you'd say um yeah, but anyway, sorry, I got I digress, I guess. Um yeah, so being like a front guy in a three-piece band, the bass players, you know, Polly was the bass player, he would sing a bit, but he would kind of hang back. But you were just kind of like the focal point. So I don't know. If you if you're the only guitar and you're the singer of the three-piece, you gotta push a little harder, so you gotta be kind of entertaining. I just it was all self-deprecating, goofy fucking shit. And it's fun, it's actually fun playing in the riptides because I don't have that. Have you ever have you ever been just a guitar player in a band, Josh?
1: Um, briefly, I was in that band called Loser Points when it started. When it first started, we because uh, we were just doing it as a joke, pretty much. I we kind of went back and forth. I sung a little bit, and then as it kind of the band progressed, the bass player kind of took decided okay i want this to be my band and i was like oh, that's fine because i had trash so i didn't really care and yeah. just as as he started taking it more and more seriously i'm like okay hey, i don't have time to, be, to do two bands seriously so i stepped aside right. but that's the yeah. only time i didn't get to do a lot of kind of have two fucking lead feet so like the jumping and all that shit never came doesn't come naturally to me right right I, I got a vertical like a 90 year old woman like i just can't jump so I, I find that hard to do like the the pop punk jumps that a lot of people can do so effortlessly I like just doesn't make sense for me I'm like how do you do that
4: you have to uh you have to just play shittier guitar
1: <laughs> that <too. laughs>
4: yeah that's all so just just simplify your your good riffs and just make them shitty like three chord power chord riffs you jump all over the place no problem. Well, I mean, no no I've... no,
1: no. I'm not playing anything complicated. in our songs. No, you gotta make them
4: shittier though. You gotta make them oh, sh- even, shittier. Maybe, even I gotta get, shittier.
1: maybe I gotta get rid of the less Paul that weighs more than my three-year-old daughter. Oh, maybe you're weighted <laughs> down.
4: Yeah, maybe you're weighted down. Maybe you should go for I, like I a I haven't
1: always played that. I've never been able to jump. I I was a decent oh. basketball player and I couldn't fucking even come close to touching the rim.
4: Well, it's not for everybody, but uh, yeah, <laughs> being on the, being a, uh, being just a guitar player um, was like a, Super like breath of fresh air though. Cause it was just like in God, I was everything. I was the marketing guy. I was the booker. I was the networker. I was the, at the show schmooze guy. I was the merch guy. I was the fucking, anyway, as one, as there always is one in the band, I guess, unless you have a, someone who, if you, that's, it's, unless it's distributed properly, it wasn't in my band. Cause I was just like,
1: very, 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 I don't, I, I would dare to say that's impossible. Like there's always yeah. the guy, maybe there's two, in trash, there's two of us that kind of oh, do good. different things, but there's never been a band where everybody's like, "Okay, I'll do the poster." Yeah, I'll... right. I'll and fucking it's... run the merch. <laughs> never. And then it's
4: <laughs> then it's like you, you kind of give them a you kind of give them a hard time, and then you kind of if you're in an argument, you kind of. Ask them to step up, and then when everything the dust settles and they do step up, you're like, "Yeah, no, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. do that. That's that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, no, just just play the just play your instrument. And you're fine. Um, I'm over it. I'm over it. It's fine. Um, Too real. Yeah, um, yeah. So when I when I would just play guitar, it was just it was like that's kind of it. it was it. It was kind of like here, just 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 do your thing. Just play your guitar. It's fine. Have fun. Oh, it's like, I, fucking imagine
1: it. There. It also helped joining like like you said an institution of at least did i say that <laughs> <laughs> you did but i mean oh, like okay. yeah we're not being ridiculous obviously they're not up there with no effects but they're still like if you like that style of music i mean look at look at some of the tours you you casually you know rattle off like queers aren't inviting us to go down and tour with them in states you know what i mean so
4: well they're, they weren't inviting me they were well, inviting that's, and that's what
1: i mean though like is you walked into this thing built-in fan base you know people that are passionate about their music that they've been creating for 20 some years right so is i'm sure yeah and i'm assuming you were a fan of the band before you got in so you were like probably like fuck yeah this is fun playing these songs and
4: i was i was a because like i said there are punk bands in ottawa but there's not as many punk bands as you think there are unless i'm not looking in the right places but i've been in the punk scene for a while so riptides was one that, that you would definitely gravitate to I would so I knew who they were before I joined them but yeah um it was um it was a real really really good thing to fall into and it was one of those moments where it was like yeah like <laughs> this guy you sure you you saw a goat right like you, I'm that goat guy right not the guy before who played and he's like no oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool, but the best thing about those guys is that they're fucking awesome, right? They're just really fucking down to earth, cool people. And I think, as I always said, you can have the best guitar player in the fucking world, but if he's a dickhead, then it's not going to work. If you get along well, from uh, day one,
1: friend then- of the show Dominic Davies, he said, you know, he could have all the skill in the world and be an asshole, but it, it's only going to work as long as you're making somebody else money. As soon as True. that goes away, then. Nobody's going to have any use for you if you're a dick. It doesn't matter how good you are. <laughs> That's right.
4: That's it. That's it, man. And who? why do you want to be around that shitty energy, some fucking prima donna jerk-off?
1: Yeah, especially, you know, just, like, you know, we're not young trying to prove ourselves anymore. Like, we want to do this because we love it and we want to have fun. So if you're like, this fucking yeah. sucks,
4: you know, like, why would you do that? <laughs> well, I get, I, I don't know how, like, earlier, you could hear me kind of stammer on the Riptides. I don't really know how to properly express, like, how to explain the Riptides? Like I'm sure Bob or Andy could do it really, really well. Um, I don't know, man. I just well,
1: and honestly, the like the way that the story of you joining this band, you know, like that's an interesting story, and that's your part of it, right? So you don't you don't need to talk about their history and what the yeah, Riptides yeah. mean and what you know, like it's an yeah, interesting it's story just hearing you talk about how you joined
4: this. Yeah, it's 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 just it's a strange situation. Because I've never been in a band that's been together for 20 years, yet I've only been in the band for six years. So it's technically my band. But I can't really.
1: Can't speak for them.
4: Yeah, no, you can't really. Because I wasn't there for a lot of it. So it's like, okay, well, you know, back in like 99, it was, I heard it was good. (laughs) I mean, i'm
1: just kidding you were you were there spitting on him back then what are you talking about yeah, yeah.
4: that's right
2: that's i think right. it's amazing that you joined the band after you know they were being spit on in the very same night he says do you want to be the guy that comes and gets spit on and you're like let's do this that's I I oh they don't no, <laughs> they don't do that
4: no no they, they don't do that anymore yeah that's good they don't, that was and, that until
1: was... you go to kamloops and his front row <laughs> no I
4: would never. old time's sake boys <laughs> oh, you want to you want to hear another you want another hear another quick funny story from that same night? Yes, it was um, the night that the Riptides played where they were all getting spit on. The next band that was actually the headlining band was All Systems Go. I think it was one of those guys from the Doughboys, <clears throat> and they started playing and they were doing like they were doing their I don't know alt punk kind of
3: like a like a shine type of
4: shit, and all those fucking all those dirty punks were still there and. <laughs> like halfway through the first song some guy horked on the on the fucking doughboys guy and the doughboys guy fucking put his guitar over his head like a fucking club and ran into the crowd and started like a mini riot it was a fucking <laughs> shit show That's wild. yeah same same show Fuck. So. That's awesome. i think i think that was actually the conversation when i Actually ran into Bob and Andy again. It was like when I said, "You remember that show? You when everyone spat on you? Do you remember the riot afterwards? That because of that? I think that's that was the main point of conversation. Anyway, well,
1: whatever. Yeah, I never understood like the getting spit on and spitting on bands you like, and I don't know. That's that's
4: too punk for me. Yeah, that's all yeah. the
1: old fashioned, but yeah, that's fucking nasty.
4: It's kind of it's kind of probably dangerous too,
1: sort of. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> exchanging. You know? Exchanging bodily fluids, but with none of the the benefits of you know
4: Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't wanna kind of be of your don't wanna be your fucking gob bucke yeah. night.
1: Sometimes <laughs>
2: I spit on my hand before I look at that
4: uh, Tiger Beat Josh
1: cover <laughs> Photoshop that
4: you made. He's handsome. He's handsome. I've been telling him all night. He just look at him. He won't he won't admit it though. Good
1: God. You boys.
4: <laughs> this no. is
1: this is an audio podcast for all you folks at home. Yeah. No you missing out. <laughs> google google yeah if you want to you want to pretend that i have justin bieber's abs and i'm not going to stop any of you from doing that yeah, google i can images. assure you i have dad bod like like you wouldn't believe but mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah that's rad man um do you ever because you're connected in the ottawa scene do you remember the band crusades yes yeah they were i have one of their records and i was big in from other, so they're kind of like almost like not poppy like but, metal. but well they weren't. they weren't they were like punky but they're but yeah was, they're, the subject matter was like it was it was dark. satanic yeah not satanic but like that imagery of like like they were, this, their album was about like a priest who got fucking crucified or something. <laughs> like it was wild yeah but but the, you listen to music and it was just like it sounded like you know like not like rise against but similar to like nothing like super heavy like it was pretty cool and yeah. i always wanted to see them and then i never i haven't heard anything about them and probably like damn. they're
4: they're not together anymore and this kind of brings us back to that was a band crusades from ottawa going back to ryan young and Anx- anxious and angry they were signed to, to anxious and angry for oh, a while
1: okay i didn't know that
4: yeah do you know do you know the band steve adamant do not okay It's fine there he was from Ottawa too. He was also an anxious, anxious and angry. I think he's at a Toronto now though. I'm not sure. But yeah, Crusades. They, um, yeah, they're not together anymore. Unfortunately, I don't know what no. happened. I, I never, I never knew them. I never, I knew of the band. I just never knew the the dudes.
1: You didn't have your podcast back then, or you could have had him on the show. I would have had him on.
4: <laughs> no, oh, I didn't. Just... No. No, honestly, I think I actually reached out to Crusades and I asked them if I could use one of their songs like back like seven years ago when I started the podcast. When I used to ask people if I could use their music before I just started ripping it, no, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but they said, Yeah, yeah, they said absolutely do what you do, whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, Cool. So Crusades has been on ego and vice, but just their tunes.
1: Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. here, here at Denim Radio, you know, we feel it's better to uh, beg for forgiveness and ask for permissions <laughs>
4: sometimes, it's easy, but I
1: mean. The only time it's really it's just when you put it on YouTube. Like we got everything on YouTube and it's just like block, 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 copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. But we're not making money off these people's songs. We're fucking helping spread the word. So.
4: That's right. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh I've worked out on my podcast, the only real artists and shit I have on are local ones. So I just use their music.
1: Yeah. That's that's great. We, we like to do that too. We do play some bigger bands because we like Certain bands, but you know what? Mm. We we uh, almost forgot. We got a couple things to do before we wrap it up. We're sure. getting close to the end, so we mentioned we like playing a hilarious old Nintendo song. So Mega Man Four battle theme is going to play in the background. You you won't be able to hear it, Mike, but but uh this next segment, what is it huh. called, Ty? The pressure cooker. Here's the theme song. <laughs> All right, so here's the name of the game, Mr. Mike. I'm going to just ask you questions, rapid fire style, and you answer without overthinking it too much. Does that make sense to you? Are you down?
4: I'm down. Let's do
1: it. All right, let's do it. Misfits or Ramones? Uh,
4: uh, Ramones.
1: Uh, What was the last lake you swam in?
4: Uh, Oliver Lake, Thunder Bay, Ontario.
1: What's the population of Ottawa?
4: Uh, It's about a million right now.
1: Jim Carrey yeah. or Damon Wayans? Uh, Jim Carrey. What's the best Ernest movie?
4: Not Ernest Goes to Africa, especially <laughs> nowadays. Uh, I don't know. Ernest Ernest Goes to Jail.
1: <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Dwarves song?
4: Um, drugstore.
1: What's the furthest west you've ever traveled?
4: Canadascas. Uh,
1: Johnny Cash or Willie Nelson? Cash. How many band shirts are in your closet right now? Uh, all of them, <laughs> roughly twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. Uh,
4: uh, let's say <laughs> let's say I have about forty. I wear three.
1: <laughs> Same with me, buddy. Uh, I'm wearing a
4: Let's Go shirt right now. Anyways, nice.
1: what's what is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie?
4: Um, ah, shit. Uh, I want to say something funny, but you gotta you gotta get, you gotta go with Terminator Two.
1: And that concludes another episode of Pressure Cooker. Be good, man. Good job. Um and Thanks. you're right. Yeah, the population of Ottawa according to a quick Google search is 1,010,391. So, it's growing. Well, I thought, I thought it was I guess it's probably like one of the Ottawa area things, but Yeah, it's people?
4: pretty it's pretty spread out. There's lots of land. It's not like a It's not like Manhattan where it's all like on an island. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, same same with the cities out here, man. Calgary's fucking a sprawling
4: metropolis.
1: But uh, yeah, um, sorry, we've just been enjoying the conversation so much. We uh, forgot we had these games. So Ty, do you have time for your game? Or do you want to just save it for a rainy day?
2: Uh, That's up to you guys. How's everybody doing?
1: How long is it going to be? Uh,
2: About, uh, I don't know, let's say 15 minutes, maybe. Probably not even that, 10 minutes.
1: Okay, we'll do the game, and then we're going to let Mike go to bed because it's it's late in, in Ottawa
2: okay. City. Okay, okay, sounds good. I will go into the game now. So this game, uh, it's, uh, it's based around band merch. So, you know, bands, they sell merchandise. Might be <laughs> a T-shirt, might be a CD, might be something crazy. So uh, I'm going to give you two items of band merch, and each of you will tell me which one of those items you think is real, each time we'll have Mike answer first because he is our guest and then Josh can answer after. <laughs> I'll keep track of the score. So without our further...
1: guest, be our guest. Made from real gorilla, gorilla chest. chest. <laughs>
0: Sorry. So,
2: first question. Uh, you're, we're looking for the real piece of band merch. Is it a Ramstein dildo set or is it Van Halen edible panties?
4: Um... Ooh, that's, a, that's good, because those could be... You know what? I think I could be wrong, but I actually think the Van Halen one is a real thing.
1: Oh, okay, and Josh? I'm going to go with the dildo, just because Rammstein has some pretty fucked up music videos and live shows, so...
2: Well, Josh, you are correct, because <sighs> they have a box set that includes 12 dildos and in, including representations of the penises of the band members. Oh. oh. There you so, go. One point for Josh. And uh,
1: for the Google search later.
2: <laughs> I had to see them when I was making this game. So, uh, number two. Is it a hairbrush by the strokes or a
4: toothbrush by the killers? Um, let's go with the toothbrush. I think that would be a. Uh... Yeah, I think it's the toothbrush,
1: like, like the cavity killers. I like it.
4: That's right.
1: Okay, John. I'm, I'm going You know what? I'll give him a chance to get back in the game. I'll go with the, the strokes, even though I don't think that's right.
2: Okay, well, you are both correct. Uh, the toothbrush uh, for the rock band's promotion of their single "Smile oh, Like You Mean Not it. correct because I went. Well, you're little... not correct. But your <laughs> instincts, your instincts were both correct, and okay. now it's tied up. I, see, think you know I
4: think the toothbrush I think a toothbrush would be good merch. Didn't Kiss have a toothbrush so it works, right? I've seen that before in the rock and roll. Anyway, what
1: didn't Kiss have? They're like crusty band fucking. <laughs> right.
2: Okay, so is it a neutral milk hotel sippy cup or is it the realistic fake mustache by Weezer? I think the
4: I think the sippy cup because girls would buy it over the mustache.
1: I'm gonna go with the mustache, Alex.
2: They come in a pack of four. It is the realistic fake mustache by Weezer. <sighs> Good try. Good try. Okay, here we go. So, is it the Motley Crue Dr. Feelgood stethoscope or the Brett Michaels from Poison's home paternity test?
4: <laughs> it's fucking Brett Michaels. That's so bizarre. It's probably actually a thing. But I'll go with the um, I'll go with the, what was the first one motley crew dr feelgood stethoscope yeah that seems merchy. I Jones.
1: think it is the stethoscope as well but I'm just to keep things interesting I'm gonna go with the paternity test
2: <laughs> doubling down uh, there really is no clear connection as to why a stethoscope was added since the song is about drug dealers uh, yes <laughs> it is the, the motley crew dr feelgood stethoscope. I'm keeping is, it close a real point of merch, and so that's one for Mikey and none for Josh. On hmm. that, one for Mike. Okay. Um, so number six, we got two left here. We got two left. So uh, number six, is it a tenacious D cum or uh. an an up your guts
4: cum I'm
1: gonna fuck her Jimmy What's your uh. favorite position?
4: How can it not be Up Your Guts? I, I think deep down, Jack Black is a sick individual, but <laughs> I don't know if he's that. I don't know if he's that. Yes, I'm going to say Up Your Guts.
1: Josh? I'll go Tenacious D. Okay. Um,
4: up
2: Your Guts, the band of friend of the show, Jeb Boudet. Uh, they have comrades as well as Tenacious D. So that was oh. a trick question, and oh. you both got a point. So it's tied 3-3 actually right now. So, yes, cumrags available for so, both of those fans.
1: After this, we're having the rubber match since it's tied.
4: No. Well done. Well done. Yeah.
1: Okay, here's, here's the
2: tiebreaker uh, of this carefully crafted game. Uh, is it a Guns N' Roses funeral wreath or a Kiss coffin?
4: Coffin all day. Anything that comes with Kiss, I believe it.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Because I don't want it to end in a tie. Give me the other one.
2: All right. Well, it is indeed the Kiss Coffin from yeah. 20-gauge steel, a standard all-black model with four faces and a deluxe model plastered in graphics and flames.
4: There it is. Going so, in style.
2: Mike, you are the esteemed winner of this podcast competition. Congratulations. Ah.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank uh, Josh for playing. Thanks for being a good sport and uh, some tough competition. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, see you down the road. No, I don't know. Classy champion. Classy. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Keep your chin up. Keep your chin I'll, up, kid. Chin
1: up. Gr- and if you don't keep your chin up, grab that cum rag. From- <laughs> 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 and up your guts. There no. we go. Can't forget about up your guts. <laughs> awesome, buddy. Well, yeah, hopefully you had had fun playing those games. Um, We've enjoyed hearing your stories. Um, we're going to start wrapping this up. Cool, man. I got to clean my house. My parents are coming for Christmas, so uh it's nine thirty here in Red Deer. I'll probably be cleaning for the next couple hours. But I'm, I'm a going disgusting, to, uh, disgusting man. I'm, Ooh, going to play,
4: Ooh, I'm going to play PlayStation for at least another hour and a half until I nice. wind down. Because now I'm all now I'm all excited. So thank you so much for having <laughs> me, and uh, it was nice talking to you. Um yeah, for sure, jo- man. Any, Josh, any time, man josh i'll probably send you about i won't send you 19 texts tomorrow. i'll probably send you about 14
1: i'll i'll cherish every one of them like my you're own talking. child <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> yeah buddy it was it was great chatting with you uh ty you got anything else you're dying to yeah. know before we let him go play playstation no,
2: no no that sounds good it was nice talking to you i got questions but we'll do it next time and uh thanks for coming yeah good yeah to you, we, we,
1: we we say that uh, to people that we enjoy talking to, fucking come back anytime. So yeah, as you know, he you've had me on, and then yeah, if, if you do get the show going back in the new year, Ty has a band; he'd love to come on your show for sure.
4: One hundred percent. That sounds that yeah. sounds fun. Um, I'm like I said, I'm booking into twenty twenty four. I'm taking a couple months off just to fucking refresh and remember why I like doing it. Yeah, but uh, come like February, March, April, May, like yeah, yeah around there, I'll, I'll be booking. I'll send some. Uh, I'll send some feelers out. My Sweet. people will talk to your people.
2: Oh, that sounds good, man. <laughs>
4: meaning, meaning me. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Josh, and he'll talk <laughs> to you. <laughs> I am
1: both of your people. This text well. thread? Do I feel a like text thread <laughs> with memes
2: coming on? Because as you were saying oh. with the photoshopping, you probably know that Josh and I also enjoy photoshopping memes with our friends too. So oh, meme.
1: Could be a I, meme. I really hate how it gives me a taste of my own medicine. Quite, quite commonly. No, no memes I think, it's, I think it's fucking funny. So.
4: The occasional <laughs> gif. There yeah, anyway, Just I hope you guys. I hope you guys have a good holiday and you get lots of gifts from Santa.
1: Oh yeah, buddy. Hanukkahs yeah. came and went. It went well. We'll see how festifist goes. See if I can pin the old man this year. Yeah. <laughs> I got I'm a lot o, of problem with you people. I'm 0 for thirty. O and thirty seven so far. So this this is the year.
4: There you go. was oh, going down? Yeah. Grease me up, woman. <laughs> I'm going in.
1: Cool, buddy. Well out. Uh, Play us off, keyboard cat. Pick one last song and we'll let you go play your PlayStation.
4: Uh, Is it too much to ask for the new goat single called The Good Old Days? Happy to play it, buddy. Or is it not punk rock enough? It's
1: all the punk rock.
4: It is kind of punky. It's just a little slowed down punk. Yes, I would like to hear The Good Old Days from the the Audible band. (laughs) The Good Old Eyes
1: to go with the theme. (laughs) Every That's other right. song had eyes
4: involved. <laughs> the good old eyes. Yes.
1: Thank you so much. But but if you like the song, you want to hear it, it's actually called The Good Old Days. So go and uh, listen to it on whatever you want to listen to it on.
4: That's right.
1: All right, Mr. Mike. It was great t- chatting with you, buddy. And uh, we will be in touch again soon. All right. Thank you there, so guys. much.
4: Have a, have a good time out there. All right.
1: All right, buddy. Bye. Have a good one. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Really miss being young and dumb
3: Drinking Coors Light Until I was puking blood Face down in the mud I sure did love that sweet cocaine And the lightning bolt It shot right through my brain Yeah, those were the good old days Had to quit that I got sick
4: This is Mikey Voodoo from Canada's own The Riptides. And you're listening to Denim Radio.
1: And that's going to be a wrap. Hell yeah. So this is a little bit interesting. Normally we do these uh, intro outros immediately after the interview. So I can, by the look of uh, Ty's face that you guys can't see, you know, we're both trying to uh, to rack our brains. I remember what we talked about a week ago when we did this interview initially, but... uh, all I'm gonna say, it was a great interview. Mike has been a buddy of mine for quite a while, as we actually touch on, on in the interview. So yeah, I feel bad for for Ty because I keep having these uh these interviews of like people that I know, and so it's like me us <laughs> catching up and reminiscing with Ty. just like, oh yeah, <laughs> hanging out. I know it's ball. like
2: it's like my first threesome all over
1: again. I'm just in the oh, corner. Oh yeah, I forgot you were there. Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Losing your religion in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I think it was an interesting interview. I mean, I'm pretty stoked to hear how the new Riptides album turns out. I've heard the new Goat, but I guess he's he's re, he's revamping it and going to push it back to a a spring release. But yeah. So yeah, if you if you folks have access to uh, Spotify, which is whatever you listen to podcasts on, which I'm assuming you do if you're listening right now, unless you're listening off the, you can download them right off the website if you didn't know, com slash denim radio. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure you check out Ego and Vice because yeah, why not? We like to support other podcasts on this show. What else are we gonna do? You know. The fuck
2: yeah it's a pod family and we're the pod fathers
1: <laughs> self-described <laughs> self-described pod
2: fathers can we say it i think that should be your new nickname the pod, father. <laughs> the pod father
1: i think you gotta have like a little bit more success before you can start deeming yourself a father of anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got like 20 episodes come on Yeah, that's true 22 Let me see. this is number 22 where will twenty or two thousand twenty-four take us? Nobody knows, but hopefully our computer's stays on for dear life. And we can keep doing this for a while. We'll figure something out if, if it does shit the bed, but. but yeah, I don't know. I think it was a pretty cool interview. I can't uh yeah, I I'm I'm satisfied with how 2023 went. I mean, it's seemed like it kind of cruised by. That's what everybody keeps telling me that I talk to. But I think that's just part of like. Become an old sack of shit where your life just flies by. You yeah,
2: know? the years don't get any slower, that's, that's for sure.
1: I think they do once you're like super old and you're like retired and you're just sitting around or you're in a home or whatever. And I think the days go back to like when you were a kid and they just like crawl by. But as for like our our prime years, they definitely fucking fly by because I hey, turned 38 next year. I don't know how that happened. What about you? I hope that yeah. 80, that 88 in your, in your email address is uh, your birth year and not something nefarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, is that one of those like gang code things or something? That's my birth year. Yeah. Uh, Master please 88. What uh, oh, is that? The Mexican mafia or something, right?
1: <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a Nazi thing because like it's the eighth letter of the alphabet, right? So you put 88, it's like.
2: Well, I can put everybody at ease that has seen my email think, in case they're wondering if it's some coded, uh, supremacy. No, I was in fact born in 88. So I'm 35 now. I'm Um, be whatever comes after 35 next year. Uh, I've got lots of time to figure out what that number is
1: and uh, just
2: take it one day at a time.
1: Um, it's funny when you get a bit older too, cause in my brain, like when I turned 35, like I already thought I was 35 and then i tell my wife i'm like oh i guess i'm turning 36 she's like no you're only 34 that
2: time you got you got a bonus year
1: yeah i completely squandered it but uh, <laughs> but you know what i'm still here and i'm gonna be here again in 2024 so
2: and we hope that you're all still here and that you're all still with us and uh you know thanks for listening this past year and Look forward to whatever it is we do in the next year, whether, whether it's with music and podcasts, for not only us but for everybody else, all of our friends.
1: Yeah, I think so, man. Yeah, we definitely hope everyone is, who's listening is the uh, is is of sound mind and feeling good. And if you're not, fucking send us an email. But you should probably see somebody who's actually, you know, an expert in that stuff. But <laughs> the the bottom line is reach out to someone if you're feeling super down in the in the ditches because you know what people do care so don't uh, don't think you're you're in this alone you'd be surprised but who actually cares if you're if you weren't around tomorrow I mean except Ty, sure that would be like a addition by subtraction if you vanish, but <laughs> just kidding. it's not a laughing matter but yeah we just hope everybody's doing well because you know what? it can suck out there in in this big mean world so it's good to have a community to to take care of each other
2: hang in there and let us know let us yeah. know if you're going I, through I,
1: th- it. I think that's a good a good uh, message to send out as we wrap up our last episode of the last year of the of the last year of the, of this year I don't know man we really got to end this year with a fucking banger of a tune but i forgot to think of one so what what would you what do you think we should hear okay um Go with uh In a God of the Vita by Iron Butterfly. Done. Done deal.
2: <laughs> Give me Saltons a Swing. Give me Saltons a
1: swing. <laughs> little, 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 little. Okay, we gotta we gotta do better than
2: that. Okay, what about the uh let's let's hear the Me First in the Gimme Gimme's version of Danny's song by Anne Murray.
1: <laughs> that even a- though we ain't got money.
2: Yeah that's I'm me and you
1: i with you that's me and you we're riding
2: into the sunset on these rickety laptops and we're listening to that song together to end the year let's
1: let's do it i'm down man all right all you denim heads thanks for tuning in and these episodes aren't going anywhere so uh go catch up while you, if you get some time off here on for this uh holiday season whatever holiday you uh you celebrate we don't judge around here best of us whatever Monica's long over by the time this episode airs. I don't know. What's Kwanzaa? Is that this time of year?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I will, let's look into that. We'll look into that and get back to you guys.
1: Okay. And uh, happy Elron Hubbard's birthday to all of you. <laughs> observe. <laughs> all right, I'm digging myself a hole here, so I'm going to let everybody go.
2: He's about to thank Andrew Tate. <laughs> keep going, keep going, man. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs>
1: I don't know enough about that guy other than the memes I've seen online, but good kid. Good kid. Just kidding. <laughs> Steal of <laughs> approval. You heard it here. No, of course I'm just not. kidding. All right, bye. All right, guys. We'll see you in 2024. Stay safe. People smile and tell
3: me. Gonna have a son, will be like she and me, as free as a dove. Come and see me, love. The sun is gonna shine above, even though we hate. Girl who holds the world in a paper cup. Come on and drink it up. up. Lover and she'll bring you luck. If you find she helps your mind, better take her home. Don't you live alone. Try to earn what lovers own. There you go, even though we ain't got money. I'm so in love with your honey, everything.
2: her under the bathroom here.